0: Well, g'day everybody, and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL show. This podcast is brought to you by the Mazda BT fifty. You do Ute today on the show. It's the six points leading into round fifteen. If you haven't subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, please do that. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, and tell your mates. All right, let's get stuck in. Range, 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 range. we'll get a Fell show. My name's Nick Ren. Joined today by Chris Robinson and Jackson Barrett. How are you, gents? Hey guys. Hello, how how are you doing? Robert? What's oh, going on? David laid out. Had to pick up the sick kids from uh, grandma.
1: Yeah, second laid out this week. Yeah, it's hard to argue. He's when... doing the Clary Oliver. Just you think he's back and then he's not back. No, no. they
0: that is twice, isn't he? What's he's that? Having, what is he week? This got? week? Yeah, Monday. What yeah, yeah. we got? Yep, Mate. yep. Must no. be nice.
1: Yeah,
2: must Doesn't be nice. Doesn't do any other jobs, so <laughs>
0: no. This is just.
2: <laughs> Must be quite a wait
0: for the big fella. <laughs> and it's fitting to have Jackson Barrett here because last night on the front bar... The moment we said
2: that you were coming on, we've been, uh, we've been yeah. peaking with excitement, so thanks for coming on, mate.
0: <laughs>
1: Pleasure, guys. I, uh, yeah, I uh, I watched the show. That's Gary uh, Ablett Jr., really really the,
0: the show, so seventh best I, uh, player of his generation, according to Jackson <laughs> Barrett. I've got Judd, Bud, Dusty.
2: Are
0: you forgetting someone? Yeah, yeah I've got Junior. I got, yeah, I've got Gary Ablett yeah. Jr. got Junior I Franklin. Think, I think Judd. I've got him... I don't, I don't you were on the head, mate. No, you I am. Gary, the juniors on the best three players. I reckon I've got him. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> leave this. I've junior. got him
2: third or fourth. What? Maybe a few years lost in a bad side, but I've got, uh, I've
1: got him fourth or fifth. Best player of the generation. <laughs> no Couldn't good. find a spot on the podium Just for some
0: him. bum from Geelong who went on to play on the Gold Coast, <laughs> came back to finish off an otherwise unextraordinary career down in the uh, Cattery. Have you continued to have robust
1: feedback about that yeah. moment on the pod that you wish... That you could take back. I've been made
2: aware. So um, you looked I, up YouTube Gary Ablett highlights. I can't go anywhere in this newsroom without walking past Adrian Barrich's desk, and I can't walk past Adrian Barrich's desk without him letting me know that Gary Ablett was a pretty good footballer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got messages from mates. We got the feedback to the pod. Yep. It's been an extraordinary couple of that weeks. That one guy who spewed up all over himself. Yeah, um, <laughs> and he can send me the bill for his Appreciate dry cleaning. You so should. Whatever, but no, it was good to watch Gary last night. He um he spoke really well, uh, and for the fourth best player of his generation, his <laughs> highlights were great. So.
0: Yeah, it seemed to come across yeah, really yeah. well, didn't?
1: Yeah, no, he was. He, he was had good. a bit of
0: talent, apparently. Uh, Robbie, how have you been? How's your week been?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Voice is a bit hoarse, um, as you can probably tell. But I'll crack on. Been, right. Obviously, been yelling at the uh, the ashes too much across five nights, so. State um, of
0: Origin last
2: night.
1: State of here. Origin Why last night. Smashing them. Jeez, like yelling co-
2: at the commentators. There's some
1: commentators in State of Origin Actually, who we, love a yell. A very
0: biased yell. We joked leading into this uh, that one of our points should be, oh, when's State of Origin going to come back in the AFL? Because it's been done a thousand times. Am I right or is it not? I haven't seen a lot of it this time around. There's still been a bit of there's it. There's been enough? Yeah, there have seen, seen a couple. There was either side
2: of game one, I think.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I still like to pick in the teams bit. The, when the, the whole uh, argument about bringing it back is... It's, it's one argument that's been going forever. If you don't yeah. resolve it, then just stop talking about it.
2: I like that you should get a WA jacket, like you do an All Australian jacket.
0: No. But, but then no, we did but that. not play the game.
2: Oh, I'd it's love, just, this I'd love to see the games played, <laughs> but it's just another accolade. I feel like that's All something West that would mean Australian. something to players.
0: Mm, I'm not sure I'm with you there. Really
2: I'd like no, Yeah, all. okay. An all, I've and all saw, WA team. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd like. To so at the, the end M- of the season, the NBA has they thousands of teams that don't mean anything. So why can't we have a state team? That well,
0: you can have one. The Problem is, it'd be attaching a function. Nobody wants to go to that many functions, and there's no one wants to come back to WA. Because you come a back to WA yeah, for a yeah. function at a. Uh, yeah, so, so there's, there's some post good rooms you can post your black jacket out too. <laughs> and you take an Instagram picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a selfie and put it up on the wall. All right, well, this is six points leading into the weekend. Uh, Robo, why don't you kick us off?
1: Um, straight off the top, buy rounds. How do we feel about it? I know that we touched on it on Monday's pod, but the fact that it's stretched across four rounds this season, I think for the first time... Do we just want it one and done? Do we want it across three, four? Seems like it's been way too many because I feel like we're in week seven of the buyers right now. Yep. Um, I do like the fact that it means there's no overlapping games. That's the one positive here. But are we all in agreement that if we just slash and burn and just have one and done, are we happy with that?
0: Yep. And then schedule the under-18 championships, like a a super round of the under-18 championships one day at Marvel Stadium, back to back to back, or move it around. I don't want to be just at Marvel Stadium, move it around the States every year, showcase the kids coming through, everybody gets a week off, then you don't need stuff around.
2: I like it. The state leagues can put a big game um, under lights on a Friday night or a Saturday night. And I think one of you said on Monday's pod, do it the King's birthday weekend. So you've got Monday into Thursday night games. So you only, what is it? A well, like weekend nine after or 10, the King's birthday. Yeah, game. yeah. So like nine or ten, game, nine or 10 days between between footy games I think is probably good but you know we obviously get and we're probably a little bit different because we're so absorbed in it but that like middle of the season bit of a slog it just like amps that up right
0: well the fact there's not as many it's games just like yeah.
2: times 10 that like totally the games just aren't I mean there are a couple of decent games this weekend but last weekend like the slate of games wasn't unreal there weren't many of them probably lost momentum around the cricket as well yeah, and, I was and say, other things it, happening
1: and particularly at this time of year and I know you have to have the mid-season buy somewhere mid-season yeah. but it feels like it's a bit of a free hit to the cricket yep. and you know tennis tournaments that come along. State of origin. State, state of origin. Yep. It just feels like you're just giving a bit of a free hand pass to that. I think you just need to just wear it with one week. Everyone gets the same week off, and then we roll straight back into it.
0: So which of the games this weekend are you excited about? Geelong, Melbourne. Geelong, Melbourne would be great. Thursday. That's weekend.
1: a real coin flip. Yeah. Like, who's winning
0: give that? A Stadium.
1: Yeah. That's, that's really tough. So Dangerfield out, Oliver out. That's a real coin flip for me. Uh,
0: and then St Kilda, Brisbane on Friday night. Probably also another should good also game. I like that yeah. one,
1: like a
2: test for Brisbane in Melbourne. And that game last year was the one where St Kilda probably should have won it, but Max King kicked like zero mm. goals, 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was actually a decent game of footy, if not for some pretty, like obviously bad kickings, bad football. But that was good last year at Marble.
0: Good. Uh, Sydney, West Coast. Let's Next. keep moving on. Fremantle, Essendon.
2: Yeah, it should be good. Yeah, we'll like learn a lot. This I is think. a real definer. It'll be good or it'll project. be really bad. No, nah, I
0: think
1: it'll be good. Okay. What's the weather like Saturday night? I should check that before raining. I, <laughs> yeah, before if I it
2: That's the thing. Freya are a tough watch in the way.
0: Uh, Collingwood Adelaide, oh, I'm very excited about that
1: one. Yep. First time that was unreal. And it, and it was only like yeah. seven or eight weeks ago. I feel like that was really
0: Is this recent. happening more, uh, you know more this, more, this yeah. more than me, is there Where more double together. ups closer together?
2: Yeah. I think so. I mean, the Bulldogs played Port Adelaide uh, two Friday nights ago mm-hmm. and they played it Gather Round. Yeah. So that yeah, could right. only have been six weeks apart. It, yeah. The
0: first time it struck me was when, um, I can't remember who was coming up to the buy. maybe Essendon, they said, oh, they still got West Coast and North Melbourne twice Twice, each. yeah, yeah. So how does that work? Yeah. Um, and then rounding out Gold Coast, Hawthorne. I'll watch that.
1: Mm. I don't think many people would join me that's no. a hiding to nothing for the sun so that's yeah. just they they need to take care yeah. of business there and if they don't The fact that it's the last game of the weekend as well, just like feeding straight into, and it's probably one of. Is it the only game on the Sunday?
0: It is no, no, no. The Adelaide um, Collingwood is a oh right, Saturday night. night. Yeah, Yeah. okay, that's the early one. Then Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, Gold Coast Hawthorne. Gold Coast paying a dollar twenty nine.
1: That's wouldn't touch that with (laughs) your money. It's just that's a real day. There's nothing to be gained for that for the Suns. So I wanted to have a look at
2: the Fremantle players that are sort of 30 or above. We talk a lot about West Coast veterans and what's next for them, and that's probably becoming a little bit clearer for some of them. Um, But is a little bit different. So they've contracted Nat Fife and Michael Walters for two more years, so we can sort of put that aside. And then the other three on their list are Nathan Wilson, Travis Collier, and Joel Hamling. So I wanted to have a chat about where some of those guys are at. Oh, sorry, Tabena, if I didn't say Tabena as well. Mm -hmm. So Tabena's obviously got the injuries, and then the other three are out of the side. Um, Collier's probably the one that feels almost least likely. Like they've gone – there were opportunities where they could have brought him in in a wing role this season, and they've gone past him. And then Hamling, like – we've seen how fragile over the last couple of years. Their back line has been injury-wise and they've had this incredible injury run the last 18 months. But I feel like Hamling's almost still like necessary as like a, as a an AFL-caliber fullback that can come straight in and take a best forward. So I just wanted to see where you guys thought they were at and what Fremantle... Because they're obviously going to have to make a couple of list changes, and where do they come from? Well,
0: what do you run through the list? We'll say, if they say or they go.
2: So, Fife's contracted, Walters in, has contracted,
0: Matt Taberner. Dang, Matt's having off just cuz he's a big forward and you probably doesn't start obviously cuz yeah. his spot's been taken although depending how Amos and um Tracy well I think when he's f- I
2: think when he's fit there's still a room there's still a, a world where there's he can complement those guys right oh, <laughs> people dressing room but
1: literally literally the last most recent time before this weekend that Freo played Essendon and Tabernacle seven
0: seven that's the yeah. that's the
1: most recent time that these yeah. two teams have played so it wasn't that long ago
0: yeah uh next Nathan Wilson uh, yeah, I think he stays. Well, he played enough early days that they want to have him as a depth I player. I think right? I haven't
2: watched a lot of Peel, but by the numbers and by word of mouth, he's been pretty good. Like he's yeah. still. So pick him over my boy drive. Brandon
0: Walker, and now to Brandon Walker's the in the side, mate. Yep. Told you. he's the well, key.
2: He, but Brandon Walker can take a best small forward, and Nathan Wilson's never really been able to no. take. But he gives you yep. something else. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Collier. So no, I think he'd probably done thirteen disposals a week, four goals in five games. But they're they're obviously looking to find a wing solution, and they haven't even tried him. Mm. Yeah, So he's probably done. He's he's in trouble, yeah. And then Hamling. So I wrote probably this time last year that there are clubs that should have a dip at Joel Hamling, like the Western Bulldogs, who at the time just had nothing down there. Um, Is there a world in where there are suitors for Joel Hamling or is it like you're not going to get anything for him, he's not going to get anything out of going somewhere else. Do you just stay and be a very good peel, a very good waffle defender?
0: <laughs> so I had heard that he had thrown his name up, name up late in the trade talks last year but it just yep. was the, the okay. answer was kind of like we just can't, we, we genuinely don't have time to get that it That you done. didn't have time either, uh, like, yeah. But so like, there's a good chance he probably does that again or maybe yep. he's just settled and he'll take the whatever wage you can get and play you, twos and come up when he needs to. Can you think of
2: someone that might be keen? I mean, it'd be pretty well a free hit, wouldn't it? I was going to say, Wes of
0: Bulldogs, he's uh, had yeah. some success there before. Yeah. It'd be, I mean, those would be the kind of sides, right? The ones who need another key back. Um, yeah. And or, uh,
2: around the mark.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, like, it, it's even a roll of the dice for them because he hasn't played senior footy, he had long injury stretches, 30-plus. Um, yeah, there's a lot of factors coming into that. I'd be pretty surprised if anyone did it, because they wouldn't be doing it for any more money than he's on currently.
1: No. Yeah. No, absolutely not. He's played two games in the past three and a half seasons. So he basically two. missed two
0: seasons, didn't he, with injuries.
1: Yeah. He missed all of 2020, and then he's played one game in 21, one game in 22.
0: Yeah. But as a, at his best, he was a,
2: like a pretty good AFL fullback. Mm-hmm. That 2016 final series, yep. Yep. he had some serious jobs. One of them was Josh Kennedy. One of them was Ruffy. And one of on was Buddy, but he did his
0: ankle early, though. He hurt yes. his ankle, so
2: yep. he had 10% off the bud. Um, so I think, yeah, we probably lost seeing the best of a mm. pretty good AFL fullback. Yeah, mm. totally.
0: All right, I wanted to revisit some power rankings. Jake Colvin came into the podcast earlier this year and laid out the uh, best player power rankings. And Port Adelaide haven't lost. Port Adelaide, since Adelaide haven't lost much yet. to his delight. <laughs> so this is uh, G- the, the this was at the time was Jeremy Cameron, number one, Clayton Oliver, then Charlie Curnow. Nick Dakos and Jordan Dawson. Things have definitely changed since then. Yep. Cameron probably drops out. Yeah. Um, and the other one with an argument to drop out is Charlie Cournot. So, AFL Coaches Association leaderboard as it stands. Number one, Zach Butters. I was going to say Zachary, but I don't think he's actually a Zachary, is he? I'm not sure you'd have to ask his mum.
1: Zachariah. Never checks, Yeah. He's a
0: Zachariah. I mean, there's a lot of people just called Zach. Well, given that he's just with the K, I've, been, I've come across like two recently. I feel like if you were a Zachary, we you'd be with the C, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, because he's Zach with the K. Yeah, K. No. yeah, Zachariah. Zachariah. Do, do you
1: think all people called Jack should be Jackery?
0: <laughs> yeah, Jackson.
1: Jackson.
2: Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, it's a okay. bit of a strange. People call you Jack. Uh, I think it was the intention when I was named, and then I went to kindy, and there were like four Jacks, so I never got a good run at being a Jack.
0: Why didn't they? If they wanted you to be a Jack, what do you mean the intention. If they wanted you to be a Jack, why didn't they call you Jack?
2: Well, it's a family name? Jackson.
0: Uh, so it was like,
2: oh, let's do this, but like, not like calling. You don't have Jack. any control. No, but if you're if you're called Thomas, you get called Tom, right?
0: Our son William, we want him to be called Will, and reinforcing it. But I oh, know full well once he hits school, it's out of our hands. Well, my
2: brother's name is William, and I don't think I've called him William. That might be the first time.
0: What do you call him?
1: Will.
2: Yes, I guess it's yeah, Billy. whatever.
1: Willber. Yeah, it can change though. There were two, there were two Chris's or Christophers in my yeah. year one class. So I was the Christopher. Okay. Your parents and the take other you to school Saying
0: your name was Your full name Like on your name No we just It was just
1: It was just like a year one Like the teacher obviously said One of you would be Christopher And one of you would be Chris But I've since Why does the teacher around. have that but Then I kind of became So Robbo. you were Christopher Yeah I was In year one I was Christopher Yeah, yeah. Do you know what's funny In my daughter's Robin. In my daughter's day Christopher class, And shout out to her <laughs> daughter's daycare class, <laughs> there's two Maggie's and my three-year-old daughter calls there's one. There's two Maggie's? There's two Maggie's and my daughter and legitimately in calls one of them Maggie and one of them Other Maggie. <laughs> yeah. So when she's at home like singing like songs from daycare and stuff, she's like, Other Maggie, your turn. What color do you want? Other Maggie? And she's making up songs and stuff. The
0: teacher do this? Anyway, Zach Butters is just number one. Uh, Nick Dacos sitting pretty in second. Christian Petrarca and Tim Taranto. Is that Nicholas? I think it would be a Nicholas, wouldn't yeah. it?
2: And Tim, Tim wouldn't be a Timothy, would he? He'd just be Tim. Nah, I reckon he'd he just be uh, Yeah.
0: This has, cha- this has changed um, the... This is a great game. ...the method of this uh, this point. Uh, Marcus Bontepelli. I think you can extend Marcus, can you? He should shorten to Mark. Marcus Oli. Yeah. Mark. Uh, and Toby Green. Tobias. 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 Yeah. So... <laughs> Let's get back that That's the to AFL you know, coaches' right? votes. Yes. I want to do... The ranking that I think the top five at the moment. Yeah, go yeah. off you go. So I'm going number one is Zachary Butters. So this is
1: this is as of right now who's in the hottest form right now? Who's in the hottest the, form? The to season. I'm counting the season. Season to this point.
0: Okay. Zach Butters, Zachary Zachariah. You've got him above Nick Dacos. I've got him above Nick Dacos. I think Nick. See, this is i have conflicted on Nick Dacos, and I don't want to make a Gary Abbott like call here, but I'm going to but number two. To. But I'm going to. Marcus Bontatelli. <laughs> Dacos in the top two. <laughs> I don't know if Dacos is There's the top a real two. recency
1: bias here. If the season was flipped and the first six weeks happened in the second six weeks and vice versa, we'd all have Nick Dacos. That first five or six weeks was yeah, we monstrous.
0: Would. Yeah, but what about the, the most recent stretch? Has not yeah. quite been at the level? Yeah, but the first
1: six weeks for Zach Butters are sort of the same. Right? He's so also right? just don't settled the in. He's also You just think just the Australians
0: in? selected the sitting down thing? Oh, he's had a good first six weeks. <laughs> he's but. settled
2: into being a very, very good player instead of just like... Whoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's still doing incredible things for a second-year player.
0: Yes. Uh, So, he's number three then. Okay. Oh, did you not have a number three? Uh, Nick Dacos comes in at number three. (laughs) Uh, Number four, (laughs) Timothy Taranto. Yep. And number five, Tobias Green. Does that work? Forwards, I couldn't get in there. Charlie Kerno's kicked foot. What are you shaking your head at, Toby Green? No, I'm kind of – I'm not
1: shaking my head. I'm kind of, um, for those who can't see me, like – Kind of bobbing from side to side is just to say, oh, yeah, I can make- It's more a speculative sort <laughs> yeah. of thing. Speculative yeah. bob. Yeah. 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 That's what they call it. What do we think? Is that anywhere close to the mark? <laughs> Who's just missed out there?
0: Well, I threw in like a Kerno, but it's still, he's 40-odd goals, which he's averaging about three goals a game, but just mm. Carlton. Yuck. Yeah, I don't mind Carlton being out of there. Um, the other, well, yeah, that's, that's. Pretty much all of them. So Jordan the Dawson's mark. kind of peeled Christopher off. Christopher Trak is the other one. A little bit mark. as well.
1: Yeah, trucks I've liked Lewis his last few weeks. Clary's in the conversation, but obviously misses now a fourth straight game. So. Yeah, and Jeremy Cameron, who
0: has definitely fallen off the
2: There pace. was a start, champion data rankings. He was like right at the top we've when, been, he oh, was, we've been here. when he was flying. I want to talk about the yeah. champion
0: data rankings with Lachie Neal at 583. Well, I think... <laughs> <to> <laughs> that, What's more To, off, to that point, Cameron... Champion data rankings or Jackson Barrett's three greatest of the generation?
2: I don't have a problem with Gary Ablett. Don't I don't like ball people. I like Dusty, and yeah. I don't like ball
0: people. So yeah. well, you can get out.
2: I think Jeremy Cameron was two hundred fiftieth as of
1: this week. <laughs>
0: yeah, there we go. He's falling down. Uh, yeah, we happy.
1: Um, I'm still having Daicos. You're having Dacos one. Day cost one? Yep. For, for yeah, for body of work through the first whatever we are twelve weeks or thirteen weeks of the season, I think it's very. E- and Butters has had an amazing six or seven weeks.
0: Why do you hate Zach Butters?
1: But Dacos had an even more amazing first six or seven weeks and then they're probably even the rest of the way. So mm. I'm, I'm happy to take yeah, Dacos. I disagree I'll take with your this. point. I'm I
2: Dacos d- into Butters, Bont, Taranto. Watching Taranto live, I really liked <laughs> his that? game the other day. <laughs> What's that movie? What's that?
0: Is it The Human Centipede? So maybe <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Oh, oh, right, you just right. listed them like right, that. right, let's blow the. up. Don't right, say inter- Come on.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was speaking of all of those names. A few interesting numbers came across my desk on the interwebs this week, looking at the Brownlow medal and the voting, which is really tightened up. So the first six weeks we thought it was Dacos, forget it, who's coming second, and now it's all of a sudden a real, real race. And we
0: have less information to work with now that that umpire's not in the system anymore. That's (laughs) true. That's true,
1: yes. (laughs) Um, But a post that came across my desk, so this is the past, what is it, 10 or 11 Brownlow winners, and where they rated – for each Brownlow winning season for contested ball Mm. amongst the league. So this is the list. Patrick Cripps last year was fourth best contested in the league. Then keep going back. Wines fourth, Neil fourth, Fife first, Tom Mitchell third, Martin seventh, Dangerfield fourth, Fife first again, Prittis fifth, Ablett second. So you basically got to be in the top four or five um, if the recent history of the Brownlow winners shows us anything. So flipping to this season and the current numbers. So Clayton Oliver is number one. As we say, those four games miss is going to really cost him in that regard. Um, but then the other Brownlow contender, so Bont is seventh, which is right in that zone. Yeah. Petrarca, tenth. Taranto, eleventh. They're obviously moving in the right direction as well. Butters is 24th, and Nick Dacos is 81st. Different is that going to mean anything when we come to this year's Brownlow vote, considering that Butters and Dacos are A1 and A2, by way of favourites.
0: See, it? I think they're, the, they're amongst the best players of the season, Butters and Dacos, but I didn't think any of, either of them would win the Brownlow. I've got Bont for Brownlow. Yeah, I still think it's the same. Umpires go with do, the, Those like, numbers flesh out yeah. the
1: fact that Bont is right there.
0: But they also go with what they know, the umpires. like, is, it, is How often do we see a Brownlow medalist from the clouds? doesn't happen often. And these two are, are, are in the from the clouds category this season. Dacos and Butters? Dacos and Butters. Whereas Bond's the steady, I mean, Dacos is that Dacos is that four, very
2: yeah. visible role, where he's like you know he's getting a lot of ball. Yeah,
1: a lot but, of is twos. It, but is it rated historically? It's not rated no. by the umpires if that's anything to yeah. go by. Not at that real pointy end, so it's going to be really interesting.
0: I wonder. Uh, it'd be This is the first year of four umpires, right? Yeah. I wonder yeah. what that does to voting. People would have a little bit more eyes on the plate. It's not as hectic or whatever. Bit more luck. Like, um, Maybe, they're wide, maybe potentially they'll have a wider view of what's going on. Yeah. We see a lot of inside mids. You know, there might be people sticking up for, you know, which, which would
2: base. work in the favor of someone like a Butters because I feel like he has obviously has, and I mean the other guys do too, but has heaps more to his game that he brings around the ground and when he pushes forward
1: and stuff like that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. I'm just looking at Bont's numbers. So this season, 26.8 disposals a game. Nearly eight clearances a game. Going back to 2021, he had 26.7 touches a game and five and a half clearances, polled 33 votes and somehow didn't get there. That was the Ollie Wines one. So the bloke can poll. Just... uh, Bone wins it from you. My punting's been a long way out, but if those numbers are anything to go by, Dacos and Butters might have trouble overhauling him.
2: Uh, So no buddy for Sydney this week. They didn't have him last week and they debuted a bit of a new look forward line. Uh, We know it's his last year, so they're obviously eye to the future sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So Jack Buller debuted last week, two disposals and subbed out. We love Mm -hmm. Jack Buller. Sure will come good. Tough start. Been there a week, whatever. Uh, Hayden McLean, Aaron Francis, Joel and Marty are the other guys that made up their forward line on the weekend. We love them, Marty. Marty Party. McDonald and obviously Sam Reid injured as well. Do they need to look at, there's probably two sides to this, do they need to look at bringing another guy in to help Amati and McDonald, even if that's just for the next few years, like a link-up sort of guy. And then the other side of it is do they need – and we've probably spoken about it a bit um, – do they need like the big name? Do they need a like a footy celebrity buddy-like name that they've always had in Sydney?
0: seems to help with it. But their attendance and everything still is doing fine. Yeah, it's like, fine, I don't, I don't yeah. think they need – that kind of player to like you know try to take over the consciousness yeah. of the city or anything. I think that that seems to be ticking along really well. Who are you thinking? What kind of a role? Like a you're like an up the ground forward to turn around and deliver.
2: Well, they're in the mix for Himmelberg reportedly. Okay, um, so I wanted to float that. I mean, given that their backline looks a hell of a lot shakier than it did. 12 months ago now sure that does. now yeah. that both McCartans yeah. are having issues. Dane Rampey isn't the player he was. Jack Lloyd is having a down year. So do they look at Himmelberg as a swing man and go like, so if uh, for whatever reason Amati, if there's an injury or um, they're struggling, he can play there, he can play both ends. He's going to be in the 22 every week, but like as a genuine, genuine swing man.
0: I like it. Yeah, I, think, I, he, mind
2: I think
1: he fits in anywhere, doesn't he? he yeah, he kind of yeah, does. yeah, you can just chuck him wherever you like. The question's going to be the price.
2: Well, the other ones in the mix are Brisbane and then the two big Melbourne clubs, so Collingwood and Richmond are mm-hmm. around the mark, Which I mean, they always offer mm-hmm. free agents like that, right? He, I think he fits anywhere.
0: Richmond, how does that work? Down back? Yeah,
2: I think they could. I mean, what have they got down there? Like we like Bolter. Grimes still, you could squeeze a bit out of that lemon, but um, yeah, I
0: mean Robbie,
2: Robbie Tarrant, Gibcus, but he's you know we've seen half a good season from. Is he injured at the moment? Yeah, I, I think he's missing two's? basically the year.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: I can't imagine um, he's about to go as
1: well. You can squeeze out yeah. of that forward line.
2: Yeah, someone's got to be there for. We talk all the time about, like, you're a finals team, or you should. That's what you should be aspiring to mm-hmm. while Tom Lynch is there, but Tom I Lynch suppose, can't do it. By and they're going
0: to buy, they would buy him as a free agent, right? They wouldn't have to trade anything for him. No,
2: nah, yeah, he's a free agent at the okay. end of this well, year. that changes
0: the conversation a little bit around them. I wouldn't yeah. want them going back. I don't think they have first round picks, do they?
2: No, I can't imagine they Sixth would. Round. Is it another example? Are they. Putting themselves further in a hole that they're in with That's Taranto and Hopper by yeah. giving another guy like a decent chunk of money but while they're, they're not actually in not the that kids good anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing they can do about it. They mm. might as well try and win as yeah. much as they can. It's a good point though. Logan McDonald is
1: fast becoming just about the most important guy on that list. Yeah, going forward because he's going to have to take those reins mm. um,
0: pretty soon.
2: And Amati yeah. as well, like it feels like the, flip, the script is being flipped every few weeks on Joel Amati. He'll be out of the side and people are a bit like, what does this forward line look like if he doesn't come along? And then he'll have just like a wild couple of weeks and you're like, oh, well, this is the future. But mm. even on Amati, like I really like him as a player, but I'm still not sold. He's the guy. Um, so just wondering if they need a bit of reinforcement. And even McDonald, like early injuries, is never a good sign. Mm. I'm sure he'll come good. but Yeah,
1: it's something they'll look at, definitely. I think in regards to your other point, I think we're probably – I think Sydney would say they're probably past that point where they yeah. need a draw car, where they need to pull mm. plugger in to, you know – to get people through the game. I don't it's think in, he'd be any good. It seems like yeah, it seems like they've uh, built a good enough culture. Do you know Plugger was still playing? Plugger played the day that the Eagles last beat the Swans at the SCG. Really? Plugger was still really? playing. Ashley McIntosh was playing. I mean, 1999. That's how long it's been you since West Coast beat Sydney at the SCJ. Looked oh, it up earlier this week. Yeah,
0: okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's wrap it up with a quick and cheap and cheerful one. So is any of these sides going to break the hoodoo of the being absolutely terrible the week off your bye, playing a team that didn't have a bye. West
1: Coast. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> so, Adelaide and Collingwood play each other, so they're ruled out. Yep. One of them has to win, mm-hmm. probably, unless it's a draw. Uh, Essendon and Fremantle.
1: Yeah. Well, this is part of the reason why I don't mind Freo this weekend. I think Freo make a statement this weekend. I'm leaning um, towards Fremantle anyway, but that numbers are nice and justification. justification and all the rest. Okay, of so it, we no. don't
0: think it's going to be Essendon. What about no. Hawthorne and Gold Coast?
1: Uh, if Gold Coast stand for anything as an organisation slash area of the world, they win that game Gold on Sunday. Gold Coast is
0: an area of the world. Doesn't stand for hell of a lot. Okay, Liberty. get on Hawthorne. <laughs> this is um,
1: like crisis mode. If they lose, right? Like this is serious yeah. questions. It's got it's got all the makings of the perfect storm. As I said, it's the yeah. last mm. game on the Sunday. a um, chance. Yeah, Hawthorne are half a chance. Two-thirds of a chance? They're, they're more than half a chance to okay. do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: Melbourne and Geelong. So Melbourne is coming off the bye playing Geelong.
1: <sighs> yeah, well, that's an interesting it. one, isn't it? I've tipped
2: Melbourne, but with no huge amount of confidence. They've had some stinkers down the
1: mm. highway as well, haven't they?
0: Yeah. They that have, but they've also had some all. good wins, Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so it's yeah, it's really hard to know. That's that a one. half. That's a really hard one to know. That's a half
0: chance. in West Coast, Sydney? <sighs> Don't think that's a chance. So we've got two half chances in Hawthorne and Melbourne to break the streak. Oh, well, Gov's out, so you can't yeah. hit
1: West Coast. I was a little bit <laughs> more bullish that West Coast, remember I raised on Monday, I was like that 58.5 point line back. with Gov and Hearn, which I thought both of those guys were back with Barris and Duggan at that no point, but luck. now they've lost two of those guys. So it's, it's, funny, it's that, starting it? to slip away injuries, a little you know? bit it's
0: for the West the ones Coast. you couldn't see coming, like the 30-year-olds <laughs> <were> soft tissues. <laughs> Hard bets, thanks to the Tab app. Alright, uh, this is Hardball Bet's th- brought to you by Tap Touch and the Tap Touch app, and I've won. Congratulations! I'm so Here happy
1: for you, mate. I just, I'm beside myself. I don't think I'm back myself. to the
0: evens yet. Like, I don't think I've broken even. Um, so <laughs> You're I'm a sure little way off way. that, mate. I'm on the way. I'm on one bet off, I reckon. And then I'll be, I'll be in the green again. So All right.
1: as a loser, why don't you go forward? Uh, okay, I'll go. I'm just going to go back to the well. As always, just do the complete opposite. Just pick the leg that you think is the most unlikely here and go the complete opposite and load up because this is getting home if you do that. Um, I'm taking Angus Brayshaw for under his line, his disposal line tonight, which is 24.5. So Angus Brayshaw under 24 and 24.5. Um, the D's cat's margin to be under 40 either way. And Brisbane to knock off St Kilda, it's paying an even four dollars. Please.
0: <laughs> please. <laughs> don't uh, put
1: any of your money near that.
0: I'm gonna keep it simple and say Eric Hipwood kicks three goals plus against St. Kilda. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> How is that it's gonna happen? <laughs> How is that it's simple? It's a one bet. as in just like a simplified <laughs> like one bet, not a Brisbane's, oh, okay. Ford, like, Brisbane's Ford.
2: Brisbane's forward line is very much on my luck.
0: Do it could be anything. No, no, it could be anything. This is what I think. Someone's going to kick three, surely. <laughs> and they're not going to go to him ahead of Danaher, etc. So Eric's going, going to, to be kick wide three goals plus line. and he's going to pay $3.50 into my heaving hardball bets account. Okay. <laughs> All right. Year of little fades. Uh, that's hardball bets. Got the touch this AFL season. Choose tab touch. Better your bet with tab touch. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. <laughs> This has been the Hardball Gets AFL show, proudly brought to you by the Mazda BT-50. You do you. We'll see you next time.